what's the what's the format then? Or we just uh, literally just talking, talking shit? So I like just talking okay. so much shit. Uh, you cool. can you can. I'll try and if you get anything you want to like kind of promote, and I can try and work it in. No, really, to be honest. Right. Then. I mean, just our single "I Am the Swamp" that's available on Spotify I'm when uh, and Apple Music and Apple Music. Yeah, it has been for the last eight to eight years. <laughs> and it's the only thing. It's from uh, the year it's been released. We have made a grand total of three pounds twenty-two on. Well, that, that that's just promoted it now. That's it done. <laughs> so, what have you actually been up to since he's last done shit? Paul's uh, turned into a cyborg. Uh, he started working techno in his synth. I can't what? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've uh, I got a I got a synthesizer, my first one, and uh, the first thing I did on it was I learned the Wii Sports sort of jingle. <laughs> Aye, like, that's. I, I, I looked for the same. The that's very minutes same. of your life you're never going to get back. It's minutes of my life that are well spent, and Have I wouldn't mind getting any good weird lockdown hobbies. Um. I started uh, full time collecting Celtic badges. <laughs> when you say full time, it sounds like you've quit your job today. <laughs> I've left everything behind and I just scour the globe for Celtic badges. Very much. Have you um, found any good badges lately? There was one. <laughs> there was one uh, that's on eBay for about sixty quid, uh, and it's uh, Callum McGregor's face and like Che Guevara's outline with like his wee beret and beard and that. Pretty sure that that is just cause to get you shot. Yeah, that's quite. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite. I don't like yeah. somebody took a selfie with Maradona's dead body, and I think they're dead. So like that, if that's enough, surely that would be enough day. But did so that guy like, die? They that. Apparently, he's like know about Nika knows where he is off the grid imagine Maradona being a mob boss who's in that coming I thought he was a really wholesome guy (laughs) he just in his own in his own way he was I suppose see he he was jolly to be fair he was like a like a criminal Santa Claus (laughs) (laughs) just really happy to be alive while also off his head constantly I uh, but like the snow looks just like big bits of cocaine getting blown out everywhere and all that, telling everybody that he loves him. Have you ever seen the video of him at the World Cup and he's like training, but he's like doing four keepy ups and then like just randomly rolling about the fucking pitch like a maniac? I've not seen this. <laughs> and I would like to. Like I'm not even into fit by that much, but it's fucking intense to watch. I wish I had like <laughs> one of the wee Joe Rogan guys that could just nip in and like tell me. <laughs> Like, I've pulled it up, don't worry guys, but I don't because I'm... <laughs> no, don't well, worry, I'm using... I'm, I'm on my telly the room. I'm going to look it up so I can actually see what this is all about. Is that you just doing that so you watching, know I've it? He was watching Argentina at like, the World Cup or something like that. Uh, and they scored and the camera just pans to him and he's just doing a big fat line. Like off, the, uh, like off the safe standing bit, like the railing. I have seen that. I've seen a bunch of screenshots of his face when goals are scored, and he doesn't realise because he's busy taking lines. <laughs> it kind of looks like somebody's found a creature in the woods and they've took a photo of it. Uh, he's partial to a wee bit of how's your father? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you crazy even... kids are calling it these days? Aye, man. I'm watching a video of the ruin. He's not even like. 
like that's him just starting to do creepy uppies and I'm like 50 seconds in and all he done for those 50 seconds was just like shimmy and dance about. <laughs> yeah, he's not even attempting to make it look like he's playing football at all. <laughs> he's just doing something and our football is loosely involved. It reminds me of what I would do with a football in primary one. Like, yeah, a wee bit, run about, and then go back to it. And hope for the best. Hope for the best. No, man. Yeah. See, see, like, you know how, like, some football players get signed for their, like, five? Who yeah. the fuck can, like, look at a five-year-old playing football and go, I know, they're fucking next level going to be class. That's the next Maradona <laughs> happening before us. He's only shot just... himself once. <laughs> He's got potential. Exactly. They just kind of, like, they're toddlers. How can a toddler be good at football? I think it's like more of a lineage thing, like being the primary pyramid. Slavery, mate. Child slavery. That's what it is. Mind it primary, we had um, there was a couple of folk that went there and their dad was a footballer. Aye. And they got taken to a mad football school. It was just like it was a destiny almost. It was like middle to, to a grave they are football. <laughs> Uh, and pl- uh, no, it's, it's a sports school actually, because my cousin got there to do trampolining. Oh, no way! Uh, it's, 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 like a, it's just a normal school, but so like the catchment area, you just go there, but outside of there, it's just like cunts that are particularly good at relatively random sports, like trampolining. I think they have a curling team as well. That's what Stella was for, just fucking weirdos that get at random sports. I don't know if you mind, in first year they had an Octopussy Society, which was underwater hockey. Oh, oh what? Octopussy? Octopussy. <laughs> Is that not the bird for James Bond? Aye, <laughs> I thought she had eight vaginas. <laughs> uh, apparently she's playing underwater hockey now, so. There was uh, the time that I was walking back to our halls as well, and uh, next to the wee sort of earthy castle thing which is like a office there's like just this wee like green basically uh, and I seen loads of folk jumping about on like brooms and I was like what the fuck's that and it turns out it was the Stirling University Quidditch team aye St Andrews University has a Quidditch team as well uh, do you think there's like a league aye imagine like Quidditch think, hooliganism uh, I think it was like the you can bet 100% man Griffin Donald Prince. <laughs> no, I gamble an addiction for Quidditch betting. Slither, slithering Green Brigade. No, the worst thing to see when I was I was walking by one of the bits that St Andrews Uni has and there was cunts like I didn't see them play polo, but I seen horses and I seen cunts dressed up ready to play a bit of polo with a wee polo gimmick king. Aye. That you scud it with? I don't know what I it's like called. like golf as well up there, they're all into golf. That's oh, fucking... None of that. It's, no, it, it's boring as fuck. No, for me that. Rory ain't a golf room, but I'm fair. Trestwick, that's where it would be golf. Nah. Rory's like got this mad aversion to, to skiing and all. Like, it's like this yeah. militant uh, hatred towards <laughs> skiing and folk that ski. Why? I would they call it, I would they call it militant, but it's a, a distrusting disposition. <laughs> is, that, is it a bougie sport? I mean, not to slag off him who skis, I'm sure you're nice people, but why? I like, see if you think about it, is it not just the adult version of going down a slide? 
Like, you're strong enough to just keep sitting down. Uh, I get chucked out at Xscape. I was supposed to be going on a skiing holiday a couple of years ago, but I never see the four in my life, so I'll uh, right, we'll get you to Xscape and get you some, get you some experience. Are you not allowed within a hundred metres now? <laughs> I think it chucked off because I was a danger every day there. I was like, how hard can it be? And they chucked me off. <laughs> how hard was it, but? I, it's, it's like solid, but once you get going, it's like riding a bike. I done it in that. I done it in a P7 school trip once, but I think I cunted it once and then just. Is that that the dry ski slopes? Aye. Oh, cool, baby. Aye, oh, mate, they were. Oh, you were there with me, weren't you? Aye, all the way, bro. Aye, that was class, man. I I done nothing actually. I don't remember a single minute of it, so I can't tell you if it was class or not. I hated it. I pulled a sickie on the first night because, uh, like, we had just arrived. It was like, what was it like? A, a four-hour. Aye, that was that the and night that they made us go through the woods hodding onto a string? Aye, like you, you go up there, it's like like a, a primary seven. What age were you in primary seven? Aye, what age were you in primary seven? Like, uh, ten or eleven? Yeah, right, yeah, so ten a ten-year-old is on a four-hour drive, right, to this like freezing cold bit up north. They then go off, get a wee bit of food, and they're just adjusting to their surroundings. Shite food, aye. Apart from the mince, the mince was all right. But, uh, How do you remember? Standout memory. <laughs> but then that ten-year-old's told, by the way, you're going out into the freezing cold, dead of night, blindfolded, to hold on to a bit of string while you trust your friends to walk through the woods. Of course, I pulled a sickie. I sat in my SpongeBob jammies and done nothing. It was incredible. Mince. You kept a bit of mince and carried <laughs> on your shirt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, see, if we, if we were walking through the woods at like ten at night, I would not trust Dave Wilson in front of me. Me, that's all I'm saying. He had me in. Fr- he would have had me in front of him, but like, he would have also had like, as as my memory serves, most of the folk that were on that trip, whereas there's like folk that are in jail now and shit. So, to, like, be, fair, <laughs> I, to be fair, I'd want Robbie in my line because you fucking your heightened sense of awareness with your snuff popping, just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your nasal passage is so clear you can smell anything because of the sneeze. <laughs> like, but any anyone behind them, you'd have a constant like aura of just fart. Mint. <laughs> yeah, he keeps turning his camera off. He's just popping a couple of sneeze packets. That's no senses I think No, but see if Rory's looking through the dark, you can find the footprints. He's off duty slides, but all through, <laughs> all through the woods. Legendary bit of gear. Legendary. Oh, oh aye, that's top class clobber, no no doubt about it. Rory, Rory, talk about your off duty sliders for, for ten minutes, please. So uh, I bought my first I bought my first pair of sliders last year for going on holiday in Mallorca. Um and uh, <laughs> I think it was maybe around August time they started to rip up the sides, so I was like, ah these have these have served their time, it's time for something new. So went to Primark. <clears throat> Uh, I couldn't find any that I, that I liked, like the ones that I had that just had like white lines on them. Um, and I was looking about and then I seen a pair that I quite liked but they didn't have the size that I was in. I was like, oh, this is gutting, I'm not going to have any, any slides for ages. What, what could I possibly cut about the house in now? Um, say for example, I wanted to nip across to the shop for some milk or some bread. Can't I do it in my socks possibly, but putting on shoes is just madness. So sliders are ideal for that, do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> And then I, <laughs> I seen this pair like completely sticking it for the blue, like where we read for uh, like sales sticker on it for two quid, and they just had these big fucking bold as brass letters on them, off duty, 
in capital letters and I was like, do you know what? They're perfect. Because you never put sliders on when you're on duty, do you know what I mean? You need to be off duty to have them on. Right, so now, we've lost, like now we've lost 80% of the listeners. Uh, can we get Great. To be honest, they've stuck through us. Like, you'd be surprised. Rory, what do you keep your sliders in when they're knowing use? We got a holster of uh, some sort? A protective hard case. And did they come with the sliders? No, 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 I bought, I bought that myself. Is it custom <laughs> built? Of course it's custom built. Man does that, does uh, that say off-duty on it? Does the also say off-duty in big bomb letters? Uh, it does not. Um, oh. I might, I might some at some point, on it. but at the end of the day it's not the off-duty hard case, they're the off-duty sliders, so the hard case is just for protective reasons only. The hard case would have to be on-duty to then protect the off-duty yeah, sliders, oh, exactly. actually. Exactly, it would be a bit of an oxymoron, wouldn't it? Do you not really like them, but you're telling that stories when you looked up at the other folk on the camera, you just seen a load of mutes and folk vaping <laughs> rapidly? <laughs> <laughs> I know I partook. What, what are you vaping on? I've got some. I don't know what it is actually. I think it's watermelon ice, but I'm not sure. Uh, I just, I just use menthol. My taste yeah. buds are so that you're... fucked. Ross, are you still, are you still there? I am. He's blending in the background. Then you're like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, shadow. <laughs> He's like a statue. Just receding. Just ignore me. So if none of you took yeah, up so. gardening, that should be like the top thing you should do. In- nah, we don't like living in flats. It's it's difficult because I'm folk that gardener for the watching personally, but. Me and Dave live next door to each other, so we could like reserve a plot out the back for a wee garden. You are basically the same household. Then you can have a wee cuddle. <laughs> I'm sure Nicola would forgive you. There's um. Ross, do you know still have one of Dave's ties or something? Aye. I didn't wear it on placement, but in case it got all sneezed on, but wings. <laughs> that was fair enough, that's as good a reason as any. Aye. I wish folk were that nice when I gave them stuff. Because they just tend to... <laughs> what like, did you say about the tie? Say the name, sir. The tie's Covid-free, mate. Oh. You could lick <laughs> your tie without a worry in the world. It's a fine tie, if I do say so myself. Is it nice? What's it, what's it look like? It's a blue one. Alright, I, I don't know what it's blue, a blue looks like. It's a blue smart tie. Good blue for any formal occasion. I bought a new tie the other day and it's way too thin. Oh, is it one of these skinny ties? Aye, but like, it's like too skinny, so it's basically... You sure it's not a shoelace? It's basically a shoelace. <laughs> It's no, like I know it isn't it, but it might, I don't know anymore. You've not made me feel so sure. I don't know, man. My knowledge of ties only goes so far. I know, I've, I'm, I'm <coughs> a little in my, my knowledge of clays in general, to be honest. I've got a good tie collection, if I do say so myself. I've got uh, two paisley ones, one with flamingos on it, one with goldfish on it. Nice. Um, that's, so, that's a solid tie collection. <clears throat> uh, the, gold wish, the goldfish one's my favourite, I'm afraid. Oh, no, I, don't, socks? I don't buy any fancy socks. Oh no, fancy socks are the shit, man. I like it. No, look at these bad boys, eh? I find I'm not actually I'm not actually rocking any socks in there. Uh, Hardcore, man. Because mm. the no, it's because I had to actually go before we started recording this to turn the washing machine off. 
but I'm doing like a washing that specifically soaks and I feel excited about it because I'm an adult now. So like, I'm basically just clinging on to any semblance of happiness I can get because it's, it's all doing do you know it. Uh, do you know what's perfect for that, mate? Pay sliders. Mate, and not just that, I'm I'm not exactly on duty there now, so <laughs> maybe you've sold you me go. a pair there. If, the, if only I had if a way slide, to store them. If the slider fits, mate, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I really hate that you've said that. I always ask for what the good binges have been as well. What have you been binging on? Like, I mean, like, media wise, no, like, drugs and shit. I've been obsessed with Mad Men. That was fucking superb, man. Best, best TV show ever. Well, I'll fight you. Top five. So, Ari watched uh, This Is England last week. Like the whole <laughs> film and shows, they're fucking. They're so hard to watch, but I feel like a pure creep. Why to watch them again? Because of the movie. Uh, it's like why to watch a car crash where a deer gets smashed <laughs> or something. Hey, <laughs> okay, okay, what, what's your what's your contention then? What would you raise my mad men with? Who me? Aye. See, now I need to think about it. I just immediately, like, refuse. Oh, the I've no got... Well, recently I watched uh, Queen's Gambit, which was incredible. Like, I don't even know how to play chess. But I want to. Aye, it, it's really got me into it. I've got that, like, chess.com app, and there's, like, different uh, training courses on there, but it's just so much to actually take in. But yeah. uh, there, was a, there was a weird fact in it, like that I found interesting for no reason. There's this one bit where yeah, she, the lassie meets this like, like really renowned chess player and she's like, oh, did you know chess is older than checkers? And I was like... I would have... You would have thought it was the other way about because checkers is so simple, you know <clears> what I mean? But, I don't know how to oh. play checkers. Checkers is just the one where it's like... White and black. White and black and you can move diagonally and you have to jump over other pieces and... Overtake that, that sounds really so much more complicated. Really? Than chess? I, I think chess is a piece of piss. Like, I don't... Chess is like the... a character selection. Like, so confusing. No, I've got, um, right. I've got, I've got, uh, I've got an app. I think it's literally just like a, a, a chess app on my phone. Um, I've been playing it recently. It's good fun. Have you been Lovely. beating many folk? <laughs> uh... <laughs> So I win the odd one and then I feel really good about myself and then I get like too overly confident and uh, they beat me and then I get quite angry. Sort of similar to my FIFA rage, uh, uh, but it's chess rage and I start uh, saying I hate the game, but I don't have an excuse just for me being shite. So. Chess rage sounds better than FIFA rage, like someday at like a pure professional thing, just like flipping the table and shit, trying to hit the other cunt, getting red cared bit. Why can we only get... see your hair? Are you just proud of your hair? I've just I'm sitting my phone next to my my Mac. If that's better for you than as, I like I like that specific <laughs> angle as well. You're really handsome. Thanks, mate. Oh, Fucking, this is nice. I know, and I, awesome. I even let you flex your AirPods. I'm being so nice today. There we go. He you mess- gave me a wee smile today. He messaged me saying he had AirPods because I had to know. <laughs> no, I was asking for sound quality, but well, I don't give a fuck about sound quality. Have you heard this before? Don't answer that. <laughs> I'll I'll keep my illusions nice and intact. <laughs> no fourth wall breaking here. 
No, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm under the illusion that he listens to this religiously as a good friend. Ah. Of course. Thank, see? Acting, Paul. Congratulations. Paul knows his way around that. Paul's, uh, Paul could manipulate anything if he wanted to or anyone, couldn't you, Paul? Oh yeah, my god. This Mass Effect saga. <laughs> oh, not just his Mass Effect saga, Dave. Why don't you why don't you tell us a wee bit about that, Paul? Oh right. So most of my pals, uh, Rory and my pal Jack and Michael Nicholson, all of them like exclusively really, uh, always shout spoke outs. about the yeah, shout out. All of them spoke about Mass Effect, like quite a lot. And it's a game that, like, I know that I would be into if I sat down and played it, but there's been so many folk that have came up to me and said, oh, have you played Mass Effect? That it's really put me off the prospect of playing it. So when the time came where, like, one of them started speaking to me about it, and they were like, oh, have you played Mass Effect? I couldn't be bothered with the whole rigmarole of, oh, I've no played it, and them going, oh, you need to play it, oh, you need to play it, because that's just expected, and I really don't like that, because it would put me off it even more. So I just said I. I was like, I have played it. And <laughs> I've I've watched enough like videos about it in YouTube because I was quite interested in the whole world and all that. That I knew quite a bit of lore behind it to hold a conversation. So when they started speaking to me about it, I would just go, I Garris is minted, man, he's a really good character. They're like, I I know man. And then I would like purposefully derail the conversation to go somewhere else. <laughs> and then it was it was just that that kept up for about like four year four or five year and then last year was that last year it was last year <coughs> uh, me rory and jack were away to see king gizzard and we were in a pub before it and then again they started talking about mass effect and then jack or rory looked at me and they directed a question towards me and i was just i was fed up with the the fucking effort so I just went <laughs> I've never played Mass Effect and their faces like it was as if their reality had crashed around them <laughs> Jack was like Paul we've had so, so many conversations about Mass Effect <laughs> and I was like those are conversations with yourself Jack I've never played them I've, I've just been like holding my own and <laughs> do the lies ever stop? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's just when I can't be bothered with like, I don't know, like specifically in Mass Effect, it was just, I hate it when folk are like, oh, you really need to watch that, it's really good, or we really need to like play that, it's really good. It's just a conversation that I don't want to have with me going, oh, I will check it out. Just wasted energy, I think, so. But I, it was very fun, very fun. You should try and do like the exact same thing to the exact same folk, but we're different. Like, hang. No, I don't want to break them. I don't no, want to that, break them. That's, there's nothing left today. The world's ended. No, I feel there's actually. What? We're in a lawless, dystopian wasteland now, aren't we? Aye, nothing matters anymore. Here, I watched that Mad Max last night. Class, class, What, the elder one or the newer one? The newer one. It's good. Oh, ah, no, I think it's decent, like, man. I don't know why it was called Mad Max, but he was hard in it. Is that the one where you can't keep shouting, witness me? Yeah. I witnessed a guy scream that and then take poppers once. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was taken aback by it. 
<laughs> I don't know what to say. I've never been in front of that much power before. <laughs> that is that's, intimidating. Uh, that's terrifying. <laughs> Aye, folk, folk taking things are always terrifying. That's why you don't do it. But no, I thought I thought the I thought the lot I say she was the main character. So I was like, why is this called Mad Max? Like that furious Mad Maxine. I will. Uh, yeah, nice. What what is that lassie's name? To be fair, they can't exactly call it that lassie Fury Road. Well, no, they, they are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> the woman, the woman Charlize Theron plays Fury Road. They make a prequel that uh, Anya Taylor Joy for Queen's Gambit. She's playing her in the prequel. I was yeah. watching that just before we we jumped onto this. It's <clears> all right, man. I don't know much about chess other than where all the things go, but like. I know a wee, I know a wee bit about prescription medication addictions. <laughs> you've just unlocked, you've just unlocked a deep memory. I used to have a star, a Star Wars chess set. Yeah, from, I had the same one. Were they all like grey? No, it was the actual painted figures. It was class. Ooh. Do you just remember those like magazines you go years ago? I remember <laughs> there was like a Harry Potter one, and like it was like. Every issue they would give you, well, the first issue exclusively cost something like two quid, and that was to rope you in, and it came with like a big Harry Potter chess piece. And then, like, every one after that, it was about like seven ninety nine, which was like something. Aye, it was ridiculous. There's uh, a guy, there's a guy I know who he is the only person to actually buy and start one of those model kits and complete the whole thing. And it took him, I think. I'm sure it took him years and I don't know how much it cost but I was like that's some sort of an achievement in itself like buying like <clears> 300 <throat> odd magazines with like wee tiny tiny wee things like it's mental that uh, episode of The Office when uh, like Dwight keeps getting like wee parts to Christmas <laughs> and you think it's a gun but then it just ends up being like a nutcracker <laughs> I've never seen The Office and I feel really bad for it but also it's one of the things where I will like it eventually, but I don't like Aye. it now. It just I just changed that with Mandalorian. Like I could not get into that for ages and then I was like, oh, right what day destroy Great it job. and I powered right yeah, that, was, that was a saving grace at lockdown to be honest, Mandalorian. Definitely. So Definitely. see because you are all massive fans of this podcast, like and I know you all listen religiously, you'll know that there's a part where I ask you five questions so that I can make my mind up about what kind of people you are. And if I really want to continue talking to you yeah. outside, yeah. outside of this Zoom call. <laughs> Rory, you're not getting asked any questions. I've made my mind up about you. You're staying. After that Wordsmith word display you gave us about your slides. <laughs> I'm glad. So, Precious question... Option. I mean, you can, you can still input because it's good to have a focus group, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, the first question is, where do you locate the chocolate in your house? Fridge or cupboard? Cupboard. It depends on what chocolate. Cupboard. Aye. Cupboard. I like the variance. I put it in the fridge, to be honest, but that's because I'm weird and dip it in tea. So, like, if it's it pure freezing, then... chocolate. Aye, that's, that's really intrigued me. What, what are you talking about? No, like, there's Explain something... Yourself. Like... Right. Right. Let me think about this with chocolate stuff. <laughs> right. I'll pose you a question. Don't hang yourself, Royce. Where, where would you keep a chocolate Santa? Hey, that's in the cupboard. How's, right, so really, how's I, I would cupboard? say the, the best place for a chocolate Santa would be in the yeah, like Christmas and that, that are like funny shapes and come in like boxes and stuff. 
they stay in the cupboard. It's too awkward to get in the fridge. But say if you've mm. just got a batter, uh, like Galaxy or something like that, in the fridge. That's a man so after my own heart. Ross. Yeah. See, see, like the galaxy in the fridge mentality. Did you get that for all those old galaxy adverts where, like, the woman sitting on the couch with a wee glass of red wine, and at one point she just goes over to the fridge and takes one individual bit of galaxy. Out the that, that's Ross's Friday night in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wee glass of red wine, jumps yeah. off up the couch, a single square, a oh, single square, and like that. <laughs> so far, Ross is the only one I'm maintaining a friendship with after this, but so, like. <laughs> That's but I'll let you because there's a second question that's the exact same question but with ketchup. Oh, cupboard, cupboard. See, I'm also fridge with that because yeah, like you're, you're eating well, it with hot, like hot here's shit. A controversial, here's a controversial take on this, right? I said cupboard, but wait till you see this. Oh god. I don't oh, know how much we're looking at this. Trolley. What? So I'm, I'm going trolley for that. <laughs> Anything from the trolley days? <laughs> I'll take the lot. Do you take that through? Do you take that to wherever you're having dinner? It's like a well, wee... No, because that's in my kitchen, so like my living room's here, so it's just there. So no, I'm, I don't wheel it into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you should. School wheels, use them. Right. I could, man. could race it down the hall. Yeah, you could. Aye. Mm-hmm. The third one is actually a new question that's never been asked of Andy before. So it's like a, you, it, this is I would consider it an exclusive if anybody gave a fuck. Um, so see if you could own any fictional vehicle, what would it be? I will front Chitty Chitty Bang Bang <laughs> because it's practical. God damn it! It can be used on actual roads. What am I going to do with a fucking spaceship? I don't know any cunt in space. That's why I would go with the DeLorean. Because it, like, it still drives and that, but you can go back in time. Aye, but then, again, I don't know any cunt for ages ago. Hmm. I've never met a cowboy in my life. You know what, but No, they shot people. I fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, would own, I would own the barge from Rosie and Jim. Excellent. Oh, that's, that's a winner. No. Is that a house? Uh, I can see. Wow. <clears throat> I would I would say Thomas the Tank, probably that's who I would own. <laughs> Thomas the Tank. That's is that owner like is that property or slavery though? That's it's, like, a fair, it's a fair mix of both because I'm assuming in the real world they can't speak. No, no, he can he can ask you he can ask you to stop. He can ask me to stop, okay. So that's like right. That's I can make him go on roads. Right, okay, yes, I'm, I'm staying with Thomas the Tank. I'm, I'm going to go for Postman Pat's van. Nice. To be fair, that's still a fictional vehicle. Wait, that exists? That's just a, a post van? <laughs> <laughs> a regular ass Royal Mail van that you've just specific, saved there? It's that specific one. <laughs> What's the difference? And that specific so, animation style. I look, in real life, like... you're driving a clay car. Yeah. In stop motion. <laughs> On folk bus wankers. Ungodly amount of letters in the back, and God knows what else. Hey, my dad's a post All the missing children of the world in the back of that van. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> it's taking a dark turn tonight, boys. 13 years running, you've been winning. Oh dear. No, that's that. I'll be honest, that's just traumatised me. 
<laughs> I, I don't want to speak no, anyway. the whole point the whole point is you get the van you drive it to your local police station and you say oh, we've cracked it boys postman passing at it again drop the van off everyone's free and happy in that sorted I'm heralded <laughs> as a hero and I get to keep the van is that your, is that your reward? <laughs> one of van yeah <laughs> Question four is on a scale of one to ten, how toasted do you take your toast? Uh, four. Seven. Mm. Ah, I'm going with seven and all. No, see, I'm quite, I'm quite weak, so I go for like a two point six. Just one point, mate. No, there's a wee crisp and I've to get a wee owl my tooth for a wee second. Do you know what I mean? Your teeth made of butter or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, but don't bring it up again. <laughs> uh, that's what I find strange about my mum. She likes her, she likes, uh, her toast basically cremated. Uh, like, she has a setting up at 11 all the time. I can never understand that. That's not acceptable and I really want her to stop doing that. Pass on my comments to the relative department. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Justify why Noel Edmonds deserves your zesty love making. Um, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> I just think of the options. Like you're gonna, right? You're, you're gonna want to. You're gonna want to have the chef. But I said this before, before the thing dropped. You're gonna want to have the chef, right? Because to marry, right? Because this food's gonna be fire. It looks like a nice baby daddy, right? For a spoon. <laughs> Children, there's no way in hell, right? There is absolutely no way in hell. Margaret Thatcher's rotten corpse is getting anywhere near me. So oh no, she's back. She's dead. back, bro. I, I never specified I don't, I don't that. She's still it's alive fine. at this point. Nah, I'm sorry, it's not happening. So that's why I'm saying kill her again. Why don't you love Maggie? It's a question I ask myself every day. Same actually, so, I'm not too fond of myself. So, then that leaves you with Noel Edmonds, but to be honest, you don't know what could happen. I mean, you could get a wee phone call in the middle of it and it's like that. It's me, the banker. I feel like the question, <laughs> the question posed left too many variables because like, you, you're marrying him based on the fact that he's a chef. He's, he plays a chef. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that he, although I suppose if you're playing a chef, you might pick a hang up or two, but... <laughs> the way I, I flipped this empty frying pan has uh-huh. given me a few ideas for the kitchen. We are really poorly CGI'd in egg, just like flipped like 8-bit <laughs> style. Like you CGI'd an egg, right, and then he brings it over to me at the dinner plate, on the dinner, dinner table, and he puts all this weird CGI food on a plate, and I'm like that, mmm. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> then you look at it and it's just fucking Paul's mince. It's just a plate of mince. <laughs> Go Bowie mince. Go Bowie mince. Yeah. Is that the name of your next single? Go Bowie yeah. mince. Go Bowie like mince. It. And it's like, like a pure it. slow sad song. Because you kind of get the Go Bowie mince back because it's shut. That's oh, a, I, I, I. It's shut like it's shut full time. It's taking up it's being been, shut for a living. It's uh, being demolished soon, if I remember correctly. Today what? There's fuck all there anyways. Go baby version two. Is that what they're doing? Are they like building the same thing? Nah, nah, I just made that up. It would be quite funny if they made Go Baby Two. 
the things in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. What do they need the extra room for, anyways? It's probably just going to be fucking. I don't know what you could put there because it's out the road. Like it's it's a decent drive from Oban anyway. Like a good couple of. Couple I've seen of some of the fucked shit I've ever witnessed there. Oban. Uh, Oban in general, I but specifically Kobawi. <laughs> there was this changing room where you get changed into like, see how far it going like. Dodge walking and shit. Oh. Dodge walking shit. You get changed yeah. into this mad stupid rain jacket that they gave you, that was probably worn by easily eighty thousand people prior to you, and like they mad trousers that come right up to the nips. Yeah. Uh, and like strap on. Long guns. <laughs> Some length on these guns, but honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just while we're on the topic of long long guns, I've been listening to this like sea shanty group called the Longest Johns. <laughs> Uh, mate, I was listening to them earlier on. That's um, a flex. Wait, <laughs> Incredible. What, was it, what was the song I had on? Let me look it up. Uh, two minutes. Have you seen that video of the guy going down the stairs on a... I think he's on like a tray or something. And he skids right down to the bottom. And somebody's left a welly at the bottom and he hits it. And then he goes spinning off of this thing. And he's like, ah, who left that welly boot there? <laughs> <laughs> I still like my group video, it was that boy that's down the rock climbing and his leg falls off. That's still there. Oh, <laughs> just because your leg fell <laughs> Oh, have you seen the Michael Jackson remix for that? No. Or like no, the remix no. that way, don't stop till you get enough. Don't stop till you get People don't talk about memes enough on podcasts. Maybe I should start a separate one for that. Oh, that would be that would be brilliant. I mean, yeah. it probably have a short shelf life when I'm trying to like, because like the length of a meme is usually a couple of weeks. So if I'm doing a weekly podcast on them, I'd just be talking about the same shit. I've seen this dead memes to death. I'm still quoting Big Shoe to this day. <laughs> <laughs> there was I, this mad uh, Nigel Thornberry one I seen, and it was uh, somebody had like created that this. No, Wild Thornberries. Uh, same that. animators though, I don't I don't blame you for thinking that, but there was this video that somebody had made on YouTube and it must have been some sort of like it was it was just CGI and it was just some inflatable dude walking to a shop but pure dancing like this and all that. And somebody oh, had right. photoshopped Nigel Thornberry's face onto this guy. And like there's, there's this song playing, but the only quote that they've edited in from Nigel Thornberry is, I'll do this with my hands. And this is that <laughs> on repeat for ages. And in my darkest moments where my mind wanders, that is the one thing that, that, come, that, that comes to is mind. Is he not the guy that's like, hello, puppet? <laughs> is he? Like, you know, no. By ginger guy, really big nose. puppet. What, uh, not maids, they're two gongs. He's got that mad monkey that's wearing people clothes. See, because Ross falls victim to the choppy editing, Paul does as well. So now, when I ask you about like your writing process, I'm just going to edit in you saying I do this with my hands, <laughs> and just I'm just going to ruin your careers by making you sort of sound like fucking morons. Excellent. <laughs> see, um, see, Paul, see for when you were saying there, like in your darkest moments, your mind wanders to that. For me, it's uh, the guy flushing steel cereal down his toilet. Oh, mate. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, he's built an entire YouTube channel around that. You know, like, when you're supposed to, like, fucking, when you're meditating and if you meet a Buddha, then you're supposed to, like, kill him. Do you know how that's maybe your Buddha? What, Nigel Thornberry going to the shop? That's, that's like, that's like my, 
like it's my avatar state for you last year, Bender fans. Like <laughs> meditating, and then all of a sudden I see the entirety of the universe and space, and there before me, written in the stars, is Nigel Thundry. The <laughs> yeah, the steel serial guy is my final boss. <laughs> what about Shoe Nice? Oh, Shoe Nice. Hey everybody, Shoe Nice again. Who's Shoe Nice? He's um, him. So basically. Is this guy from America who, since a young age, has always eaten weird things? Like, I think when he was about, like, maybe two or three, he ate a full box of matches. Um, and uh, basically, he turned it into, like, a really famous YouTube channel. He'd go on and he'd down, like, bottles of absolute vodka in three seconds and all that kind of stuff. He, I try to think of some of the wild stuff. He ate a tub of glue. He ate a full Good pack toilet. of lip bags. Did he not eat a, a Big Mac with the box still on? I ate a Big Mac and then he, then he ate the box that came in. No, uh, he ate, he ate at the same ate, time, did he not? Like it was all one? Aye. He ate a freak. Justin Bieber poster. Um, <laughs> baby powder. Like, he, he does all sorts of mad stuff, but uh, eventually, like, he got caught trying to, like, scam, like, small creators on YouTube and stuff like that by stealing the content and now he's homeless. <laughs> What a come, dude. Whoa. Do you mind the uni, right? I won't name them, but do you mind the uni where we went round... <laughs> we went round this, some of our friends' flat, right? And one of their flatmates had the strangest collection of food items I've ever seen in my life. So I don't know what we were doing. We are all steaming and going <laughs> yeah. through cupboards, as you do, right? And um, trying to find supplies. And we opened these kitchen cupboards up, right? And they are absolutely packed to the brim. Like, you could not get another box in there. It's it's just about 30 boxes of Crave, right? Like, Crave cereal. And that is all that that person ate. And I was like, fuck me. It's like, they're not like four quid a box as well. So, like, it's like, uh, was, was it even like the fucking Tesco's own version of it? It was just. No, it was like legit. Do you know what really fucked me up about Crave? Is the outside they Crave, let's see the shell. It's made out of the same thing as Watsits. Really? Is that legit? That crave, you're just you're getting lied to by the companies. You're just eating chocolate Watsits. That's like corn. That's like puffed corn or something like that, isn't it? Because you get two, two kinds of crisps and like the sort of ones that stick to your teeth more are corn and the other yeah. ones are potatoes. I was, I was watching Return of the Jedi over Christmas there, and it brought back a memory of, like that I used to do. So Ken, when like look falls into the rancor pit, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and he, he like shoves the bone in between the rancor's mouth. Mm-hmm. I used to do that with Watsits and potatoes. <laughs> 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 There was this guy in my primary school, my first one I went to, and he used to like, like show folk when he was eating what's this. He would like, like, Aww. like be a display to folk of keeping his teeth together, and just like pressing the what's it off his teeth, and like, like smushing it in his face. It's not actually. <laughs> I mind See, those one for once. I mind those one. The weird we... thing isn't Rory. Say again, sorry. I was gonna say. I mean, there was one time when I was in primary school, we came back from PE, right? So we did PE, PE in like the wee hall. Um, and we're all finished, we came back. And I remember we got into the classroom and there was this really weird smell, right? This this horrible smell in the air. But nobody could figure out what it was. And what it was, is somebody in our class, and I don't know when this happened, right? Because everybody was accounted for in the PE room. But somehow somebody found enough time during that session to nip out of the class, go into the classroom, and do the biggest shite I've ever seen. 
like just on the floor, right? Just bare as brass on the floor and just left it without saying anything. Right? So you can imagine the scenes. We all come back from PE, like, what's that smell? And then hunting around and finally we discover it just sitting there. And it's like, it was like a game of who had done it and we never found, we never found the culprit. Absolutely bizarre. See, at the primary, me and Paul went to, it was after he left. Um, there was, in primary seven, we had like something of an epidemic of people shitting in urinals. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like, the See best what happens part, when I leave? Do what the best part was yeah. as well? Is that we were all getting tired, like if we find out this was one of yous, you're fucking out this school, you're this and that, and when you're that age you ain't getting expelled as the end of your life and you've got to be homeless. Like that's your opinion on it. It turns out folk were breaking into the school and shitting in the urinals. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Us men. Incredible. They didn't even apologise for thinking it was us. Here, the, the difference. Like when you were talking about crisps earlier, like this sort of unlocked a memory for me. There was one time in primary two or three where I had a bag of discos. At, uh, nice. At playtime, yeah. And it was like I'm sure it was like a nippy flavour, like salt and vinegar. It was something like that. Like it was a it was a tangy one. But I'd opened the bag, and it was just powder. It was just like the flavouring. Like there was no crisps to be found. It was just this big bag of powder. I remember my pal. Uh, she was like, "That's weird. You should bin that." And I was like, "No." No. Just didn't consume this crisp powder. Yeah, yeah. I just ate like the the, the pulverized discos, and it was yes. the most horrible experience of my life. But I, I, I must have seen it as some sort of like completionist challenge. Like what I you should have done was see if you got a, a non-pulverized disco and then licked it and used it as a dab dab. Oh man! Oh, if only if only I was that smart. Or a real life yeah. potato. Oh. No. <laughs> Not one of them CGI ones. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the one of the strangest food things I've ever seen was um, we were at a party and uh, we're getting ready to go to sleep in like my pal's downstairs room, but and uh, he'd bought like a six pack of Fanta uh, just before, and uh, he went to dish them out and he handed me one and it felt really light and I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, it was a completely empty, unopened can of Fanta. That's... Right, so see one thing, I'm, I'm sure that's happened, but I've been dealt after telling this story before. But um, <laughs> you know, like when you when you pour in like fizzy juice into a into a glass, and then it fizzes up the top, and then it like kind of meets in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, I poured myself a glass. I caught one time, turned around, put it back in the fridge, and when I turned back around, the glass was empty. The the CO two consumed the whole thing. All right, wait, I might have dreamed that. <laughs> I'd, really, um, I'd, really li- I'd really like to know why you get told off for telling that story. Aye, who, t- who tell you to stop, stop telling for, for brand compliance. <laughs> <laughs> you edit that Do you know really fucks me up? I, seen, I can't remember what the circumstances were. But I'm sure I've seen somebody like pouring a fizzy drink and then just see you get rid of the fizz. They just fuck their figure in it and, and wait I for that. To that. That's manky. I know, I know. It, it was when I was very young. I would, it, I heard that like, because I was very impatient. I would hate waiting on the bubbles going down, and I'd heard that like if you put your finger in it, the bubbles just disappear. So I'd do that, and I would just sit and watch it, like, because it's like it, it went out from like the point where you touched it. It was so 
I love like we uh, urban myths like that. Like, see when like you used to go to like house parties when you were younger, and like someone would get really drunk, and then <laughs> two hours later you just come up and see them lying in the bed, and there's like bits of bread just around them because we we'll keep drinking them bread and stuff. <laughs> I hated that. I hated that. That that happened with me. Uh, it was like the night of our exam results. Right. We went to a pal's bit for a party, and I had bought this big like two litre bottle of cider for Morrison's and uh, Morrison's own brand by the way lethal stuff and I'd tanned all that and then I, I, inevitably I was sick and there was like there was a lassie there who was like oh eat this eat this and started like shoveling bread yeah. into my mouth I was like I don't want it I don't want it horrible <laughs> it, it, it my dad like, like steaming and back for a 12 pack of rolls between us like just dry <laughs> just dry rolls just <laughs> ate the whole thing <laughs> My mum was horrible. fucking raging in the morning. She was like, <laughs> "You're not screaming at you. Stop it!" <laughs> no, I remember my sister That's had a horrible. party once, right? And like, I was, I was maybe fifteen, so she'd been like maybe nineteen. So she had some folk who were clearly fucking on something. I don't know what it was because I was young at the time and didn't really make the connection. So I don't know what they were on. But uh, this boy comes into my room and I was just sitting. I think I was playing like. Arkham City or something like that. Again. And, oh, Belter. And he just comes in and he just sat in my bed as if I wasn't there and just starts greeting me. He's his hands greeting it. And I, to, to my internal discredit, I did sit for an uncomfortably long time ignoring him while he was crying on my bed. I'm just sitting playing Batman, just make like, every so often. <laughs> and he just looked, after like maybe five minutes of just this weird, depressing, annoying weeping. He just looks up at me and asks me if I'll make him a piece of jam. So I did. I, I goes, I make him this piece of jam. And then I'm walking about. I go up to my room. He's no there. I go into all the other rooms up the stair. I can't find him. I go down the stair. I don't know where he is. I'm describing it to every cunt. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I don't know who asked for that piece of jam. There's a, there's a story I heard years ago. And it was uh, one of my pals, he had, he had told me about a party his wee brother was at. And uh, at this party, there was this guy, like, either out his nut or pissed in the kitchen. And he was sitting making a piece. And he had obviously had beef with this other boy that was there. And the, the other boy came in, started getting aggro with him, started getting up in his face, shouting shit at him. And this boy making the piece turned around to him and went, I just want a piece and quiet. <laughs> 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 greatest, greatest fucking moment I've ever had. He's absolutely won that. Aye. Did I? But he definitely didn't get his peace and quiet. No, no way that ruckus. No, Same no way. way. If it was a wishy party as well, because they weren't. See, I don't know why, but I've been to house parties outside the wishy, and they're always so different. Like I don't remember having music at house parties. <laughs> no. I'd never remember it, but apparently it's normal to have music at house parties. There was a... Now that you mention it, actually, it's usually when I remember it, it's all just... Talking? Aye, shouting and talking. That's weird. Like, there's there's maybe one room where somebody's got the tunes on, know what I mean? But it's no, like, consistent. Remember that that one guy at the house party and they got bands to play and he's geared them? Oh, that (laughs) was one of them. Aye, it was a full Chad Hogan. Aye, that was, that was, like... I remember I'd heard that we like we were asked to play at a house party and I was I was so like hyped for it and then it was like a, a, a pish day, like really rainy. Aye. And uh, 
no, it just wasn't that good. Like the the, the done after it <clears throat> that I thought I would have got was very very far minor. from there. Yeah, I I spent maybe two hours of that party playing swing ball <laughs> alone, <laughs> and I don't. I think this was before I hit the sauce, so I, I was just no one. I must not have been into whatever they was talking about. So I just played the wee game of swing ball. They must have all thought I was a right weirdo, probably because I didn't know anybody there except for Paul and like one other person. Like I remember, like he had two parties, and the first one that he had was like the height of someone that was roasting, and there was this massive like it is the mo- it's the nicest gazebo I've ever seen. Aye, it, aye, it was like this the pyramid, aye, pyramid sort of thing that went all the way up, and they had like hundreds of free drink. They had phoned about like ten different pizzas. This takeaway, it was insane. It was it was mental. Like usually at parties, you need to like forage for yourself and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? You were just sitting there getting eating rattled. cold beans that's been opened with a knife. We've all been there. I've never actually been there because I don't even like warm beans. But I've found myself having some weird concoctions. I guess it's usually drinks. I had. This boy, st- we went into this flat once and the guy had me running water. <laughs> 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 but, he, but he had like dilutable Vimpto. Oh, for so, God's like, sake. <laughs> so, like, we were mixing that with iced tea and Jack Daniels, I think it was, in this big two litre bottle and just passing it about amongst this flat. <laughs> it reminds me of a photo guy I saw on Twitter. Um, uh, he was showing off his new Gucci t-shirt while standing in a door frame where the door had been ripped off and it was covered with like a bed sheet. It's like if you can if you can afford a Gucci t-shirt, you can surely afford a new door. Do you know what I mean? No, the absolute best one is a picture of Conor McGregor at a gaff and he's in the kitchen. They don't even have wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they've got Conor McGregor. There was a year there where he was just like constantly just in the news for all stuff like that. Like he, he never, for a year he was just he was just drinking for a year and like I just got mental. Well like he, he had like he had a fight coming up where like you could actually just see that he was no paying any attention to it whatsoever. Like, he was, was the Khabib one. Aye the Khabib one and he was like that if there's ever a like there's clearly fights he could have took and no gave them any attention but not that one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he got mauled and it was funny. Because he showed up, he looked terrible. Like his hair was all over the place and like his beard had Aye, right out, it? Not like mine. Mine's just looking pristine right now. I don't even think it's there's two like... two hairs of a uniform length right now. <laughs> I look like I look like either a homeless cult leader or a pros- a prospect to be Santa. <laughs> Santa have you ever seen see the way that you're sat now, Damage, right? It looks like you ever seen you know when IS or whatever put out their videos <laughs> to the West? Right? I'm and not like, an attack. That is what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so see before we go, do you want to get your you can get your individual social medias and your group social medias like over. So do you have any kind of things you just want to push or promote or 
talk about or anything of that nature? The, no, no really with me, I've not got any sort of indi- individual social medias, but really personal ones, but uh, Undertow UK, that's it, in Facebook, isn't it? I think so, uh, that's it. That's it on uh, Instagram, uh, yeah. and I think on Facebook as well, to be honest, I think that's it pretty much across the board. Just but, uh, with that cool album that folk keep tagging us in. It's like a, <laughs> yeah. There's a tool album called Undertow or something that we keep getting tagged in. Folk listening to that album but tagging us. There was a there was a skate park. There was like a, a BMX track or something well. like that. Uh, I, that that we got tagged in because that's called un- Undertow, which I thought was really nice. Free promotion. Um, Take a wee like promo, a wee promo shoot there. That'd be class. <laughs> That'd be cool. I don't and know. You can all dress up as Teletubbies. Talk about our well, we've no really been able to do anything over 2020, obviously, but. Obviously, how as a folk were releasing like lockdown songs and that, but we just didn't really feel the need because we, not that we couldn't be asked, but we just kind of like, uh, just seemed a bit pointless, do you know what I mean? See, I don't know, like, I, I think like, when we, um, like, when we are kind of like writing stuff, it's very spontaneous in the practice room, and I just feel as if it would be, it didn't really make sense to be doing it separately. <clears> it's just, it's coming through a different angles and stuff, like, the studio is definitely where the, like, in the practice room, and that's where the, we we kind of have made music just because you can sit down and just flesh something out, uh, and it's pretty spontaneous. I wouldn't say there's actually a particular rhyme or reason to it, but that's the that's the enjoyment of it. Isn't it? See, yeah, that's I've like seen folk sports. like there's been folk writing like doing like live streaming their writing sessions of their bands, and I just think it looks so no right. It looks, it's, it's too uni- it's too uniform. It's like I, I don't I don't get it, but. I've also noticed like other knowing like knowing any particular like knowing a bad way any particular band of that, all the things that are coming out in lockdown seem to be quite similar to each other. Like could there's no really there's no really right, like, like, You were always waiting for like the first like, lockdown tune, you know, the one that was uh-huh. like <laughs> lockdown blues or something like that. And you're just like, Oh mate. <laughs> That was like, I, I was on my Spotify Discover uh, once I just went back to work, so that must have been about like July time. And there was like, there was a song I thought was really good. And up until this point, I was like, I'm dreading the lockdown tunes because they're all like, understand that like folk are feeling passionate about it, but like, I don't know, it just doesn't ring right with me. And then this tune came on, I was like, aye, that's decent, that's decent. And then the chorus was like, lockdown blues and all that. And I was like, <laughs> I've seen, I seen a thing on Facebook. It was a belter. It's this guy, and he's I can't even mind his name, but he wrote this song called "God Bless the NHS," and it's, <laughs> oh, he's, he's filmed like a video and I've written for it, and he's in his like living room, and he's got like a big union jack behind him, right? Ooh. And he's playing, he's playing his guitar and singing, but his guitar's in the shape of an M16 rifle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the weirdest thing, and all the comments like I can't remember who it was but I'm not one to slag music off right but it's not a good song and the comments are just brutal like just people just taking shots at this guy but I, I thought it was class he's like he just he just doesn't care he's got like his big union jack and then he's got like a Winston Churchill portrait next to it and then he's just standing bold as it with this big machine gun guitar it's class <laughs> it's, it's like not, not really, like obviously what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, Who the fuck's speaking? <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say, obviously, like, 
it's nice of Fockard doing all this stuff to show you about support for the NHS and stuff like that, but it just still seems like I don't know. I feel a lot. It feels like dead superficial, and I feel like maybe they should just pay them. I um, like obviously there was a the whole clap for Keras thing, and then everybody seems to be releasing these uh, or God bless NHS songs and all this part. And I'm kind of like, well, are you actually doing it to show support, or are you doing it to show people that like and trying to get a bit of like support for yourself or whatever? Do you know what I mean? It just felt really. It reminds me storyline in Love Actually, where. Um, Bill, Bill Nye is just making that Christmas tune. But like, he doesn't <laughs> want to do it and he keeps going on radio shows saying, oh, I don't want to do it, but what everyone's telling me what like, today is. That is what it is. Basically. Yeah, that's pretty much the news. See, now, like, realistically, all I use it for now is that I get to see who around me is a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the way I see it, like, just to echo what Rory was saying, I, it is, like, really good in, in sort of theory, but... In practice, there's like a bunch of different like movements and campaigns and organisations that are actually active in getting better conditions for the NHS, i.e. like a higher pay and all of that. And instead of like just drawing the line at like releasing a song, like I, I believe to reinforce that. To make it not as superficial as it comes across, they would need to be actively campaigning for that because I don't know, like, the work is in, like, community action and all that, and I'll say that to the, the day I die. Like, you can release, like, the, the best song in service to the NHS. You can rally all your celebrity pals to to sing a John Lennon song over social media <laughs> till, till the cows come home, know what I mean? You can, you can do that. That so annoying. Aye, but it's, it's, aye, it's just, it's just, it's weightless because they're not actually campaigning for it. They're not out there promoting like they're just saying this is really bad and putting a full stop there or we should support them and putting a full stop there but they're not carrying on the next sentence and how do we effectively make sure healthcare workers and the, the like the downtrodden are actually being being looked after like and they actually they actually think that's activism yeah like, the, the first sentence they've not looked at the the following like, but they think that that's enough you know, I cannot wait to folk find this podcast on the political section of our podcast. It's really telling when like the NHS obviously has been under so much strain for so long and has been like pretty much ripped apart by austerity and everything else that's going on. And I think it's really telling that all these people who have released these kind of songs um, have waited until there's a pandemic and the focus is on the helping the NHS to actually campaign for it when in reality it's, it goes a lot deeper and it's been happening for a lot longer but again no it's like anyone off it is a nice gesture don't get me wrong but at the same time like you could be doing so much more rather than giving yourself a wee bit of clout personally it just does not it, it's not something I would do yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I judge people that they I'm just like you're just a fucking idiot right so I, I need to I need to go